So there is this great need to let go of who you thought or feared you were in order to embrace who you are becoming. If you choose to lean into change and uncertainty, it will require that you let go of old ideas about yourself as not being enough, as not being capable. You must not only believe, but know that you have what you need in order to thrive in these uncertain times. You must learn and embrace learning to be comfortable being uncomfortable. So here's a little experiment. Go stand in front of a mirror and look at yourself. What do you see? Do you see your imperfections? Do you see the wrinkles and extra weight, the sagging skin, the missing hair, <laughs> or the errant hairs cropping out in inconvenient places? Are you noticing your crooked smile or teeth that need whitening? Welcome to The New Beyond, a podcast that invites listeners to learn how to not only think outside the box, but learn how to live outside it. The New Beyond is a place in consciousness that lies beyond ideas of normal and abnormal. It's a place where the new comfort zone has much more to do with your willingness to play big and be uncomfortable while you're learning how to navigate this brave new world. Hello, I'm Dr. Judith Rich, an octogenarian, coach, and author of the best-selling book, Beyond the Box. I've spent nearly five decades in the field of transformation, coaching people all over the world how to identify and break through old patterns and limiting beliefs that have kept them stuck and challenged to move their lives in the direction of what matters most. In this podcast, we'll hear from some interesting people in the field of transformation and others who, by example, are courageously tearing down old walls, reinventing themselves, and building their lives in the new beyond. And I'll be adding some personal perspective and hopefully some wisdom and insight as we go. Also, part of my 80th birthday legacy project, I'm offering listeners a free gift from my Musings and Meditations audio series. Just go to my website, judithrich.com, to claim your free gift. I'll leave a link in the show notes. Also available for purchase is the entire series, Musings and Meditations. These are original pieces of my writing set to music that integrate the wisdom and experience gained from nearly 50 years as a leader in the field of transformation and consciousness. Look for a link in the show notes. So let's dive in as we begin an adventure in going beyond where you think you can go. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the new beyond. My topic for today is making friends with uncertainty because, well, why not? That is actually the context in which we live. I think fundamental to living in the new beyond is learning to become comfortable being uncomfortable. And while that 
sounds like a bit of a conundrum. What I'm really suggesting is that we need to be, we need to embrace being uncomfortable. So making friends with uncertainty is definitely a part of that because it's not our nature. We do not, human beings, abhor uncertainty. We want answers and we want them now, don't we? Yet in times like these, when epic change has become the norm, and it has, and we all know it, the only thing that's absolutely certain is that we can expect more uncertainty ahead. Now, this is just the way it is. We cannot change this. We can only manage ourselves and our responses to it. So this, while it's the subject of embracing uncertainty, what I really want to talk about is how do we manage ourselves in the midst of living in such uncertain times? For we can learn to cope with change, but I ask, why not learn to thrive in it? Why not learn, why not invent ourselves to be creatures of change and uncertainty so that we can learn how to navigate it and, and, and be effective in it and find new ways of, of being? The choice is ours to make. We live in a time, my friends, when there are more questions than answers, right? And to the ego, unanswered questions are kryptonite. And yet, the more change, the greater the upheaval, the more questions arise. So you might be living in a question like, what if I lose my job? Or maybe I just lost my job, what do I do now? How will I pay the rent? How will I feed my family? How will I manage on less? What if my marriage fails? What will happen to the children? What if I become ill? Or when will this pandemic ever end? While the answers to these questions may not be important to some of you, for others, these might be life-changing questions whose answers are still uncertain. So we live in the tension of the unknown and the unanswered. And that is very stressful for humans. Just see if you can find in yourself maybe in the area of your chest or around your solar plexus, that point at which the unanswered and the uncertain meets with the need or the desire to know and the desire for certainty. Right at that point where they meet. 
is where the initiation is, is where the initiation into learning to become comfortable being uncomfortable. Right at that point is where we become initiated. And what are we being initiated into? We are being initiated into fully embracing and making friends with uncertainty, change, and being uncomfortable. Now, you might be asking yourself at this point, oh great, that sounds like a ton of fun. Why would I want to do that? Well, I think you'd want to do it because it is pretty much the context that is characteristics, characteristic of these times. So why not learn to thrive? And the only way we can thrive in times like this is if we embrace it. So I want to suggest to you that in the midst of all of this uncertainty, there is one constant. And that one constant is you. You are always right there with you. Wherever you go, there you are, right? So it becomes critical, important, strategic, necessary, I would say smart and wise to really come into fully embracing who you are, coming to know who you are. Didn't Plato say know thyself? Knowing thyself is going to be your superpower, your key gift, if you will, to having these times of disruption and uncertainty and change and discomfort and all of that, of having these times actually be able to work in your favor. So let's unpack this. You, my friend, are your own best ally. And I wonder if you know that. You see, truth be told, you are probably not who you think you are. You are much, much more. You probably think you know yourself pretty well. After all, you and you have been hanging out together since, well, the beginning of this gig you call your life, right? You and you have been through bad times and good times together. You and you have seen plenty of ups and downs. You and you have weathered the storms. You've laughed and cried together. You've been through losses and wins together. Yep, you've seen a lot together, you and you. Perhaps you've seen glimpses of your transcendent nature, but mostly what you know of you is the humanness of you. Now that's a good thing to know because, well, you're a human being and your humanness is a quintessential part of who you are. But you're more than that. You're made of star stuff. 
You're the same stuff as the stars. You are a hologram of the universe. Yes, it is. Yes, you are. It's all right there in you right now, this very moment. You really are stellar in the true sense of the word. Carl Sagan, American astronomer, astrophysicist, cosmologist, and author, said this. He said, the beauty of a living thing is not the atoms that go into it. It's the way those atoms are put together. We are a way for the cosmos to know itself. We are made of star stuff. Think about that. And his colleague, Neil deGrasse Tyson, another American astrophysicist, uh, and research associate in the Department of Astrophysics at the Museum of Natural History said, he said, quote, I know that the molecules in my body are traceable to phenomena in the cosmos. That makes me want to grab people in the street and say, have you heard about this? Actually, most of us have not. But think about it who we are and of what we are capable. We have the capacity to weigh and consider incoming data, make comparisons and projections, pull up information from our memory banks, check against past experiences to determine what we already think, believe, or claim we know. We can analyze, rationalize, marginalize. We can justify, defend, contract, and contradict. And all of this takes place in our brains in a nanosecond. We humans are pretty amazing creatures, aren't we? But at the human level, we're challenged to look beyond these appearances and all the things we can do and see possibility embedded within our current circumstances that are just waiting to be teased into manifest form. Because we are experiencing change at such a pace and on such a scale that humans have never experienced before, we are being coaxed to shift our old ways of being. And the reordering has already begun. A new paradigm awaits. And this is what the new beyond is all about. It is about the reordering of the old paradigm, the reinventing and building a new paradigm now, the paradigm we're leaving behind has been one characterized by competition, scarcity, and greed. And it has brought us to our current state, which I think we could all agree is not sustainable. In the great collective shift in which we are currently undergoing, we can see those 
systems based on the old paradigm breaking down. As the younger generations begin to exercise leadership and demand change, which fortunately we are beginning to see happen in the world, the old ways are beginning to collapse. We are seeing this happening in the world as we speak. Think about the women in Iran right now and the uprising. Think about the young people in America demanding change who came out and voted in record numbers in the midterm elections. Young people are speaking up and demanding change. The revolutions we're witnessing are linked inextricably to the evolution of consciousness taking place within humanity. And I'm talking on a collective level. This is critical mass building. We're not there. We're not there yet. But critical mass is amassing and we are beginning to see some of the effects and those in power fear this change for it threatens the status quo and of course it threatens their positions of power but this kind of change is unstoppable humanity has already begun to take the leap into a higher state of consciousness and we're going through the shift to living in a higher vibration. The leap into a greater consciousness requires that we set aside the old ways of greed and control and learn to cooperate with each other. You know, it's innate in us. I was at I was on a play date with my granddaughter the other day with a couple of her friends. And we were at this place in San Francisco called Tunnel Tops, which if you have not seen it, is a must see on your next trip to San Francisco. It is an amazing, I don't know how many acres, 40 acres, maybe more, maybe less evolution of a space that has been transformed into this amazing play space, meeting space, family space, architecture space, uh, structure, sculpture, food trucks. It's just this amazing space. Anyway, there is a part of this area that they've turned into sand play for children. And they've got water running through it. They've got like these structures with water dripping down through. And it seems to be the place where the children congregate the most. So I'm sitting there observing uh, my granddaughter and her friends playing in this sand play area, which is f teeming with children. And they naturally cooperate with each other. They just, it was just like new kids would come, they would say, can I play, can I join you? Yes, of course. And they would just 
organically organize themselves into team of kids building dams, building pathways, scooting water, carrying water. It was just amazing to watch. I was, I was enthralled watching these children who were organically cooperating with one another. Now, indigenous cultures have been giving, given, giving us this message about cooperation for centuries. And it requires that we redefine what winning means. In the new paradigm, winning is not about having the most toys. Though we still see much of this paradigm still at work in the world, it too is slowly dying. And the trash heap of history, shall we say, is becoming full of our toys and we are soon approaching no more room at the inn. This great balancing is a part of the shift. We are turning away from the illusion of being separate to a recognition of our true nature, that being that we are all connected and that love is who we are. We are learning that we must honor the earth and live in balance with our mother and we must learn to live in alignment with these greater truths. Now, this is not easy. This requires a massive shift in consciousness. And we are being drugged through the keyhole of this new portal, some of us kicking and screaming. So what does this mean for you? Well, primarily it means that you will need to choose which path you will follow. Now the choice is always gonna be yours to make. You can remain as is and maintain your status quo. Change is not comfortable and uncertainty is a given. You can hunker down and hope for the best and pray that it all passes and that you'll emerge unscathed and intact. And many, many people are making that choice. Or you can lean into the change and uncertainty and choose to learn to thrive in it. Now, this will require that you know who you are and know that you are infinitely capable of handling whatever is in front of you. You see, our fear of uncertainty and our fear of change and our attachment to things remaining the same is that we really don't trust that we are capable of dealing with what could happen, right? So there is this great need to let go of who you thought or feared you were in order to embrace who you are becoming if you choose to lean into change and uncertainty. 
It will require that you let go of old ideas about yourself as not being enough, as not being capable. You must not only believe, but know that you have what you need in order to thrive in these uncertain times. You must learn and embrace learning to be comfortable being uncomfortable. So here's a little experiment. Go stand in front of a mirror and look at yourself. What do you see? Do you see your imperfections? Do you see the wrinkles and extra weight, the sagging skin, the missing hair, <laughs> or the errant hairs cropping out in inconvenient places? Are you noticing your crooked smile or teeth that need whitening? And what about those love handles? Now keep on looking at that person in the mirror. But now go beyond appearances and look deeper. What do you see? Can you see your desire to love and be loved? Can you see the person who cares about others? Can you see your generous heart? Can you see the one who might have fears and doubts, but is also courageous? Can you see your beauty, your loveliness, your tenderness? Can you see the one who forgives and trusts, even when your heart has been broken? Can you see your hopes and dreams? Can you see the one who's always known who you are and has never forsaken you? Now ask yourself, which person is really you? Are you the one with imperfections? Or are you the one who's beautiful? Well, if you answered both, you get a gold star. You are both beautifully imperfect and perfectly beautiful. You are all possibilities happening at the same time. You are a tiny microcosm of this enormous macrocosm evolving and changing, unfolding and becoming. And you cannot stop this process. It is much bigger than you are. Oh, and by the way, look around. You're not alone. We're all in it. And we're all in it together. We can do this, my friends, but only if we do it together with the conscious intention to be in service to each other. We have a front row seat in this story. We are not just innocent bystanders. You might never leave the comfort of your armchair at home, but your consciousness matters. How you conduct the affairs of your daily life matters. You don't have to go out and try to change the world. The world has already come to you and is seeking your cooperation. So just tend to business right there where you are.
who you are with the person in front of the checkout line in the grocery store or to the person who just cut you off in traffic matters. You can be part of the solution or you can be part of the problem. Your choice. Why not you become the one who awakens and then turns around and is a resource for others to awaken? That's all that's required of you. Wake up and help others do the same. That is really your ultimate job here. Mine too. Oh, did I mention that this is a team effort? Pardon my redundancy, but I want to make sure you get this. We're either going to sink together or swim together. Seriously. I vote we all swim. In fact, I vote we learn how to become synchronized swimmers who create beautiful patterns like fractals, eternally evolving and unfolding to reveal the hidden mysteries of creation. The point of all this is, my friends, here in this new year, still in the pandemic, now three years down that path, with uncertainty about how, if, or when it will end, and what it will all be like on the other side, we continue in these times of uncertainty. But I'm telling you this, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. You are here. We are here. And miracles are, are possible. I started to say, miracles are impossible. No, miracles can and will emerge from the rubble of all of this change. And frankly, I am so excited to be here on planet Earth in this time of uncertainty, in this time of change. I am very clear that I have chosen to be here now. And I'm clear that you have too. So let's do this thing together out here in the new beyond. Again, Happy New Year, everyone. I'm looking forward to an amazing year together in the new beyond. Till next time, Godspeed. Before we go, let me take a moment to thank all of you dear listeners for being here. And if you're up for it, I have a little extra credit homework assignment for you. Please take a moment to leave a review on Apple and or give us five stars on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does make a difference and I would be so appreciative. And finally, don't forget to check out my Musings and Meditations audio series available on my website, judithrich.com. I'll leave a link in the show notes. Thanks again for being with us on this journey to the new beyond. Until next time, many blessings.